This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. Guess what it is? Another episode of our podcast. It's called Straight from the Net, and I'm Danielle. And I'm Jamie. And every week we come. Every week. Every week. And it is Tuesday the 16th. Tomorrow is St. Patty's Day. So happy St. Patty's Day. I know that it's a little awkward. It should be better than last year. Being Mm. last year we were on lockdown. Mm. But I don't think it's going to be as crazy as it's been in years past. Just be careful out there. Get a designated driver. You know. Be be smart. Make good decisions. Well, a very good friend of mine has the bid. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And she is not allowed to go to St. Patrick's Day. Oh, and this is her jam. And this is all she ever waits for. It's what she thinks of all year. It's not Christmas. Nope. It's not Thanksgiving. Nope, it's St. Patrick's. It's not even Fourth of July. It is St. Patrick's Day, and she lives for it. Everything's green. She is very upset that she is currently with the vid. Actually, they're getting ready to give her, like, the antibody shot and shit, because she ain't doing too good with it. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, friend... (laughs) <laughs> I'm not saying whose name that is. We miss you. Aww. We're thinking about you. When all this is done, maybe we'll throw a separate St. Patty's Day party just for you. She'll be like, it's not the same. It's not the same. Where's the green beer? I'm not putting green food coloring in beer because it's disgusting. Well, speaking of our other friend, Jamie was telling me a little thing about our friend Nate, the one we used to talk about all the time. Oh, let me tell you how Nate Smythe right now is on the Tac Talk. The Tac Talk. And he is Nate, N-A-T-E, Smythe, S-M-Y-T-H-E-1. And he is on TikTok. And he's hysterical. And, you know, (laughs) we haven't talked about Nate in a while. He hasn't really, like, said, hey, like, this is what's going on with the podcast. Because he's been busy doing his own thing with this TikTok. Well, once he's been on lockdown, he hasn't been able to go out and do, like, you know, sing much and all that stuff. Right. So haven't had anything so, to promote for him yet. So if you guys have the time, go and follow Nate Smythe on TikTok because he is fucking funny. Like, just out there, there, there's one of him that he's, like, standing behind a karate truck that I guess came to get serviced at uh-huh. his work. And... <laughs> I love not, that she never turns her today. phone on when she sits down. Um, <laughs> but he's like in the karate thing and he's like, Tiger Karate. And he's doing karate moves. And he was like, call now. And I was bagging no. up. I was like, why is he doing that? No. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, because he's got all these followers now. And he is blowing it up on TikTok. So follow Nate on TikTok. Because he's hysterical and we love him, so we're just going to throw that out for him. He really is just one of those people that's just like inherently, he's just inherently ornery. Yes, yes. And I think that's why, you know, I've gotten along with him all these years. Well, and for all you youngins out there that are listening and you're like, what in the hell is ornery? Is that a word from like 1917? It means yes, sassy. It is. it is. He's a sassy, sassy little funny person. So there's that. Um... Oh, I was telling Jamie that now that we're sitting down to do our podcast, my pool's supposed to be delivered today anytime between nine and four, and it's almost a guarantee that these motherfuckers are going to come anytime now. So if it's weird and it just cuts off and we start again, because my pool finally came. But Jamie started telling me the most fabulous shit ever. Oh 
my God, my neighborhood people. Like, mm-hmm. I love Danielle's neighborhood because mm-hmm. there's always people walking and there's always, like, stuff happening and it's a very busy neighborhood. With my neighborhood, it's very quiet, except in the summertime when there's just some kids running around. Uh-huh. But it's, I don't know anything about my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Well, the neighbor across the street, we'll call him Juh. <laughs> Juh. Comes over to the house yesterday and he tells me all the happenings. First of all, his mom is, like, the neighborhood, everybody, like, she's, like, this woman that everybody likes to talk to. Because mm. she's so sweet. She's always like, hey there, hey sweetie, hey baby. Oh, I, I love, love hey baby. I, I love like, his hey. mom. So, anyway, he's like, Jamie, he was like, you remember a couple years ago when they found a body in the cut-through? And I was like, "It's a, there's a little trail in my mm. neighborhood. And I was like, no, I didn't know they found a body. He was like, yeah, they found a body. And I'm like, what? How did I not know that? Because I am, like, murder-obsessed. Mm-hmm. And then last year there was a murder, but I knew about that one because I saw it. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't see the murder itself, but I saw, like, the crime scene investigation. Right. And I was like, ooh. And we kind of knew that was going to happen anyway because the guy that lived in the house was a real dick. But anyway, so there was a murder. <laughs> so if you're a dick, you're going to get murdered? <laughs> so apparently a couple doors down from Ja is a stripper who is also does porn. So she's a porn star. And also, she's dating a boy who is a dick model. I didn't even know they existed. <laughs> I didn't know they did either. Oh, my gosh. But she is dating a dick model. And they were driving around in Nissans. Now they're driving around in Porsches. <laughs> yes. So Still living in your neighborhood, though. They're yes. doing that good. Well, I think her mom lives in the neighborhood. Mm. Then, apparently, the people across the street from us got an underground nightclub. Like, they have people over there, and I never see any cars out there, which is weird, but I'll hear music, and I'll be like, where the fuck is that music coming from? I wonder where they park. And it's, like, trap music. Yeah. So, it's not, like, normal, like, you would hear it on the radio. Right. It's, like, it's, like, house music. Right. But, and I hear it, and I'm like, what is that? But it's never, like, obnoxiously loud. Like, they're keeping it on the DL. But apparently, there's a underground nightclub, like, diagonally. And they're Africans, apparently. Diagonally across from my... I thought they were Jamaican, but right. Bill was like, no, they're not Jamaican, they're African. But, yeah, they're running an underground nightclub, and... I told Jamie, I said, we have to go. Paco said, no, we can't go. We have to be officially invited. Well, Paco said, we can't go because it's hot. It's too hot. It's too hot. He's Paco's not trying to get arrested for something stupid. Like, like it's in the middle of the Prohibition era, like, 19-something. <laughs> so I told her, I was like, what do you mean it's hot? He means that it's not legal and we don't need to be over there. No, I know. Because I work, me up. I work for the state now and he works for, you know, where he works. And we got to keep it real and mm-hmm. safe to keep our shit together. That's right. Jamie got a new job. So I started at the toll plaza and nothing super weird happened. Like I saw a lot of puppies. Did you? I saw like five puppies and I even saw a kitty cat. Oh. And and then um, there's this guy, and he came through my line, and he had a bunch of tomato boxes in the back of his of his car, and he pulled out to pay me his four dollars, and he had a wad of money, like three mm-hmm. inches thick, like all hundreds. So he pulls oh out God. his money, and he gives me a five, and I give him his change. And he he goes to pull off, and he stops, and he's like, "Hey," and I'm like, "What?" And he was like, "You want some tomatoes?" <laughs> Is car is filled with tomatoes and I'm like you didn't make that money much money with tomatoes. <laughs> no, I don't. Fell I don't want out of your anything out of your contraband tomatoes. <laughs> like I don't know where they're from and no. But oh other God. than that, you know, it was pretty easy. 
Um, I am working with Nikki, who I used to work with at On the Rocks, and, you know, she was, like, talking to me through the intercom because I had my reflective jacket on, and I, it was nice, so at first I was just sitting there taking money, but my right. one arm got cold because it was, like, out the window, so I put on my jacket, but I didn't have my reflective jacket over it, mm. and she was like, Miss Hallibal, and I didn't know that they could, like, and I was like, what the fuck? And Jordan, Were you by yourself? No, I was with Jordan. Oh. I was with this girl, Jordan. And Jordan's like, somebody's talking to you. And I'm like, yes, Nikki. And she was like, is your jacket on over your reflective vest? And I was like, it is. And she was like, fix it. And I was like, okay. So I did that. And then I overcharged somebody $2. And I hope that she called because I'm really sorry. I, <laughs> I overcharged somebody accidentally $2. Mm-hmm. Then Sally got there. And then she was on the thing. And she was like, what are you doing? Like, I was like, what the hell? So I, I And they're all talking to you, all trying to get your attention. Right. So I'm I'm basically gonna be picked on like yeah. every single day because it's Nikki and Sally. But which, then it'll be your turn eventually. Right, eventually it'll be my turn. But it's a nice job and it's easy and you know, it's a state job and my body's gotta get used to it because I look a hot mess. I'm exhausted. Like I got off at eleven o'clock last night. I got home. Um How do you get over there? Do you have to walk in the ground? Yeah, it's cool. They got these tunnels. That you walk up. That's what I was wondering if they did. So you're in this tunnel. That would freak me out. I don't like tunnels. So I got home at 11.20 and I was starving. So I ate something and then I went to bed around midnight and then I got eight hours sleep. Like I didn't wake up until eight. Yeah. But like I am tired. Yeah. My body's like, bitch, this is going to take a minute. Because <laughs> I'm still working for Kathy. Right. So I got up this, and then I walked out, and then Grayson was sitting there waiting with a bag of McDonald's for his love, which I thought was so sweet. Oh, my God. And he gets out of the car and hugs me like he didn't just see me earlier that day because I work with, at his house. Right, for his mama. And he was like, hey, and I was like, hey, I'm tired. He was like, can't leave till 11. It was like 5 or 11. I was like, Sally just told me I could leave. Bye. Ah! Mom, he's out of this bitch. Peace out. So I get home and Paco's like, hey, baby, you look pretty in your uniform. And he was like, I'm digging that shiny vest. And I was like, whatever. Oh, my God. But he was like, tell me about your day. So I told him about my day. And I was like, I'm going to bed. And then he came up right behind me, which was really? odd because, you know, Paco likes to fall asleep on a couch. That's because you're not home waiting for him like every day now. But he's he, like, oh, my God. He came sucks. right up behind me and he was like, come get some snuggles. And I was like. Right, out like a light, huh? I was done. I was completely done. And then I woke up this morning and I was going to cook dinner. But I, I made that Olive Garden chicken. Chicken. Italian chicken. The Italian chicken. Oh, with, my God. It's so good. pasta and the Italian dressing. Uh-huh. It's delicious. It, did you put the block of cream cheese yes. in it? Oh, my God. My kids love it. So I made that for dinner. And... I didn't cook anything today because Paco has pool tonight, uh-huh. so he's not going to be home anyway. And then I've got, um, I'm just going to take leftovers from that because there's a shit ton of it. Yeah. So I'm just going to eat on that today and tomorrow. It's fine. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. My kids ask for it all the time and, um, I got really spent on doing like Taco Tuesday. So we haven't had tacos in like a month. And so we're finally going to have it today. And like Jonathan acts like I like freed him from prison. It's like a fruit, like a food prison. He's just like, oh my god, I'm Thank you so much for tacos. Yeah, you didn't lock the front door, did you? <laughs> no. Because no, speaking of the, the prisoner, the food prisoner that just got released, he's going to be home like any minute from school because they're on a Oh, Tuesday. the good trail mix is open, finally. 
Yeah, I got your trail mix. Um, I'm trying to think what else is going on. Oh, God, I'm getting ready to go on vacation. So I think everybody knows that um, they closed down Jamaica. Like, I was talking about that. And it's even worse now, though. Did so, they legit close it down? Uh, yeah, but they, this one resort won't close because they don't want to give everybody their money back. So they're just holding on for dear life. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's so bad over there that they already had a travel ban to begin with <clears throat> where, like, people couldn't leave the country. Right. Like, they would let certain people come in, but now it's only certain people they're letting in. Right? But the resort itself is still just not closing. So, it's like they still don't have to give you your money back, even though the country's making it near impossible for you to get to them. As long as that resort doesn't close, they don't have to pay your money back. That's bullshit. I mean, they'll give you a full credit because, well, we were supposed to leave April 7th, right? So, because we canceled before March 31st, they give you a full credit. So, Bruce and I are like, woohoo, you know, we're going to just go there for our honeymoon next year. No big deal. It is what it is. So, we're going to go there for our honeymoon. And, um, but, like, all these other people are sort of, like, riding it out because they either have, like, already had the vid recently and they're like, you know, it's fine. You know, I, I feel okay with going. You know, that type of thing. I think our boss and her boyfriend are still kind of redlining that thing, trying to see if they're going to go. Um, but it's like, it cracks me up that it's like the fucking country is being overrun with COVID. And that resort's like, nope, I'm not going to close. Not today, COVID. Not, not today. today. But I mean, it's because as long as they don't close, it doesn't matter how you get there. It doesn't matter that their country's telling you basically no. They're a hop, skip, and a jump from saying you are not allowed to come to this country. Like, I mean, I think they made it so that before it was like you had to get a COVID test within 32 hours or something. And yeah. now it's like 48 hours or something. Like, they're making it near impossible for you to get there. But as long as they stay open, they don't care how you get there. I thought that was pretty shitty. So I just wanted to make sure I let people know that this is some of that wanky-ass shit that's going on around the world. But there's also some wanky-ass shit that I heard about. What's that? So, you know, you always hear, like, I don't know. Like, you watch ID and it'll be like... You know, mom does this on behalf of the daughter. You know what I mean? Maybe, like, the daughter was being bullied, so uh -huh. mom kind of got involved. Well, we have one that's, like, close to home right now, and it's a cheerleading scandal. Yet another one. Not uh Yes. Like, like, Lifetime movie worthy? Yes, Shut I think up. so. So. Bill Meaton. But listen to what this mom did. She created deep fakes of her daughter's rival cheerleader. Like, so they're, like, a cheerleading group. Or whatever, and this <laughs> she's harassing. What are deep fakes? Like she went in and made like <laughs> different. <coughs> well, you know, Facebooks? like okay, you know how you can do those things, and it's all over your page now, where you put your face on it, and it's like a video, and you're like the Bollywood lady, and then oh yeah, something yeah. else. Uh, face swaps, right? They're face swaps, but it's like that was like an app you used to do it. People can do that, and they call it a deep fake because it looks exactly the same, and you're like, oh my god, that looks just like so and so. I didn't know they were in that movie, or blah blah blah. Well, what she did was she made did the same thing, but putting them in comp compromising positions. She put them, she circulated naked pictures of her, uh -huh. circulated pictures of her drinking and doing drugs. Oh, yeah. All the, and they fucking locked that bitch up. And that got her out. And they're like, I didn't do it. Yes, you did. So anyway, <clears throat> this is on today.com. This is like making national news. This is great. Yeah. Cheerleader's mom accused of using deep fakes to harass girl on team. This is like her teaming. It's not even like a rival one. It's not like one from another school. It's like the rival owner and team. So Rafaela Spoon or Spoon, one or the other, is facing charges for allegedly harassing girls on her 
daughter's cheerleading team, including manipulating photos and video of at least one girl. A Pennsylvania mother is accused, blah, 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 blah. The term deep fake refers to images or videos that have been manipulated using software to make it look like a person is doing or saying something they're not. Kind of like what you were doing mm-hmm. with the face swap thing. I think that's kind of where they got the, the idea from is from deep fakes. So it says cheerleader Maddie Heim told NBC's Stephanie Gosk that her cheer coaches said they'd been sent a video that appeared to show her vaping. The teen and her mother, Jennifer Heim, both say it's fake. Maddie also said she received threatening calls and texts from unknown numbers, some suggesting she should take her own life. What? That shit. Yeah, this is all from this mother. I was just in so much shock with everything going on, Maddie told today. I couldn't really comprehend what was going on. I felt like if I said to someone, no, no one would trust me. They have the, uh, they have the video on proof, even though the video wasn't real. In addition to the vaping video, a police criminal complaint obtained by today suggests that images from Heim's social media were also doctored to make it look like she was naked and drinking. Oh, that right there is kitty porn. I know. I was like, this lady is nuts. She's not only in jail, she's going to have to register. Oh, uh, yeah. If if there, she's trying to say she didn't do it. You look at this picture of her, and she looks like she did it. I know. That's just so mean to say. Because you know what? Somebody's going to say something about me someday because with all this weird PMS shit I have now that I'm getting older, I'm bound to snap at her somebody. And they're going to take some terrible ass picture of me. It's going to be up there. And just like we're saying it now, they're going to be like, she just looks like she did. She looked like trash. <laughs> and it's going to happen. She's like, we heard her podcast. She was just one skip and a jump away from just hurting somebody. Anyway, so <laughs> said, I didn't know how to protect her from that. I didn't know who to protect her from, Jennifer Himes told today. They were, uh, there were a lot of sleepless nights. So they kind of, that's like where it ends. But they, no joke, arrested her. She got bailed out. And now apparently, like I was reading another article and I can't remember which one it was because it was like early this morning. Um, The, uh, I guess the lawyer that she has is like, you know, she didn't do this. She vigorously denies it. And it's like, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Like, they're not just going to arrest you because they think you might have done it. That's crazy. Like now, if... I mean, they have IP address, addresses and shit like that. Exactly. They can trace. Like, they're not going to just not do that. I know. Like, they so have they're to gonna really do that. to find that. And now this woman who did all this stuff is going to go to jail for A, computer fraud, B, kitty porn because she mm-hmm. altered this child who's obviously under 18, mm-hmm. naked. Mm-hmm. That's kitty porn. You're going to jail. You're a dirty, like, pedophile now. Congratulations. You, you've, you've struck gold. Well, I'm like, I wonder... If because she manipulated the images, it doesn't still matter. Be consider- I, you know, I wonder that, though. Like, if they would say, well, it's manipulated images, it's not actually her. I don't know. You, you know what I mean? I was kind of, like, wondering. Yeah, that's crazy, though. That is crazy. Like, I know that lady who did all this was definitely a mean girl in high school. You know, it's like, what did you think your daughter wasn't going to measure up? Like, what was the other girl bullied your daughter? Like, it really doesn't go into saying why they think she did it. But, you know, it's something weird. It's It's... It's a little off topic or whatever, but somebody keeps sending me stuff to my old address where our friend Brandy lives now. I rented a house for a really long time and my friend Brandy moved in there when I moved here and they keep sending stuff in my name via Amazon there. Weird. Oh, look at that. See? Will be delivered between 12 p.m. and 5 p.m. That's when my stuff's going to get here between now and five o'clock. Anyway, um, so somebody keeps sending it to me. So I got eyelashes one time. I got iPhone 12 mini screens, and then they just sent me um a balloon pump and a balloon that says Mr. and Mrs. But established in 2021. 
And I'm like, that's not even when we're, that's not when we met. We met in 2020. We're not getting married till 2022. So maybe you're one of those people that they just send random products to. Like they do that. They, I mean, maybe, but maybe. it's like, but why would it go there? If my new address has been right, my address for def- two years. And you definitely get shit here. I definitely, I, that's all I ever do. Poor Bruce, he came in the door. He was like, what did you order now? I was like, babe, it was just hermit crab food because one of our hermit crabs that I thought, I thought all of them were dead. One of them was just molting and finally came back up after like six weeks. So I didn't have any hermit crab food or anything because I was waiting for Jonathan to dismantle the damn tank. So I had to order hermit food, hermit crab food. He's like, what did you order now? I thought we were going to like take a break for morning. I was like, it was just hermit crab food. Are you kidding? I got paid yesterday and everything in my sheen cart is ready to be cashed out. I'm doing that today before I go to work. I love sheen. If you guys have not tried sheen, it is Ugh. the best. I got the cutest little bathing suit. Anyway, I too have something that has to do with crime and women. <laughs> I do. So authorities, this is from hermoments.com. Authorities finally have the most wanted woman in America after 12 years. What? Hey, monkey. Hi, Jonathan. Jonathan just got home from school. It's the most wanted woman in America. So it says maybe you've broken a law or two, stolen a pack of gum, driven over the speed limit, or taken a photo under no trespassing sign. Maybe it was peer pressure. After all, humans do crazy things for love. But would mm-hmm. you ever commit a major crime just to impress somebody? Uh, no. No. FBI investigations spent years trying to track down criminal Heather Talchi. Um, through her tri- through her trial. Hold on. I'm sorry, people. I'm sitting here like, why can't I see this? She ain't got your glasses on. I don't have these on my face. <laughs> anyway, um, through her trial was ice cold. Oh, though her trial was ice cold from the moment she disappeared. Why does that say trial when it should say trail? They messed up. Let me read that sentence again. Don't you just love it when that happens? Because then it makes you look like an idiot. Though her trail was ice cold from the moment she disappeared, when they finally had her in cuffs, they were stunned to learn how she pulled off her crime and what she'd been doing for the past 12 years. What was her crime? So, Heather Talchief's problem. Heather Talchief was interested in medicine. In the years before her crime, she worked as a caregiver at a hospice in her own city of San Francisco. Despite being a well-loved employee, her exposure to old age and death left her jaded. She found herself with increasingly increasingly negative thoughts. Date night. One night in 1992, Heather was approached by a man at a bar. He went by many pseudonyms, but his true name was Roberto Solis. Roberto? Roberto Solis. Solis. He was 27 years her senior, yet the attraction was instant. They went back to his apartment where he insisted on reading her tarot cards. Oh, shit. Oh, my. I would have been out. (laughs) I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, imagine Bruce being, like, that first night we met when we kind of, like, hung out. He was like, I'm going to read your tarot cards. I'm going to take you back to my my house and read your tarot cards. I'm going to read the fuck out of those cards. She agreed. (laughs) And it was all in the cards. As Roberto shuffled the cards, Heather noticed the skulls and candles cluttering up his apartment. Despite the red flags... She had fallen under his spell. Oh, my God. Was that not me prior to meeting Bruce? If that wasn't me, I don't know who was. I love a good red flag. Even apparently, like this woman, a skull. Roberto (laughs) would later (laughs) reveal his entire criminal past to her. But for now, he was captivating. He was a captivating enigma. According to his readings, they had a future in Las Vegas together. Jesus, you know what? This woman needs to just write, like, you know, what is it? Like, Harlequin novels and just get it over with. Whoever wrote this article is, like, so over the top. This chapter is called Viva Las Vegas. (laughs) In an unlikely move, Heather left San Francisco for Vegas 
and moved in with the charismatic criminal, Roberto. (laughs) The young woman trusted this man completely. He gave her the kind of affection she'd never received before. Her new industry, not too long after moving, Heather applied to be a driver of an armored vehicle, supplying cash to all the major casinos on the Vegas Strip. She was a beautiful girl with perfect references and no criminal background. The manager of an industry employed her with no suspicion. Well, the suspicion in a man-driven industry was the fact that she had a vagina. Right. (laughs) There's that. The gal for this. That's what this chapter's called. Uh After performing shockingly well, shockingly well, what, because she's a woman, she can't fucking do armor cars? Shut up. Well, oh, her her firearm, it says, well, oh, O-H. Oh, no, it doesn't. There's something on my phone. It says, well. Oh, my God. She just spot on her phone and couldn't read it. <laughs> and, was, and there was something over the end line, and it looked like, it looked like, yeah, it looked like an H. Oh, my well, God. Well, on her fire, firearm evaluation, Heather was swiftly promoted. She'd only be on the job for a couple months and was now transporting millions of unmarked bills to the biggest casinos in the country. She became very popular among her colleagues, particularly the men. <laughs> I bet Roberto had a problem with that. Fucking Roberto. (laughs) To avoid attention, Heather would wear fake glasses and rugged boots, which only enchanted her co-workers more. Many admitted to having crushes on her. Heather's allure became overwhelming when she suddenly disappeared on October 21st, 1993. Mm. Friday. That's the name of this chapter. Mm. It was a Friday, obviously. (laughs) The (laughs) The strip was packed with gamblers and tourists, all rubbing shoulders as they stuffed more money in their pockets of the casino owners, no one knew of the greatest heist in Las Vegas history of what was about to take place. She better work. Be still my beating heart, is what this chapter is called. Oh, well, that was a very short chapter. Uh-huh. Friday was very short. Fi- Friday was like, Shortest it's Friday. Friday ever. Heather was going about the job, the job as usual as she drove with over $3 million in unmarked bills. You might assume her heart was racing, but her co-workers recall her relaxed demeanor. Her shoes, however, told a different story. Wardrobe change! On her feet, Heather had traded her rugged boots for a pair of dress shoes. Her co-workers thought that she might be headed to a fancy dinner after work. Still, it was an odd clothing choice, considering it was the biggest changeover day of the year. So the bitch was wearing some heels. Oh my god. Unloading. At around 8 a.m., Heather and her, fir- and her co-workers pulled up to their first stop. She was left alone as the men unloaded the first batch of bills into the casino. When her co-workers returned outside, Heather and the truck were nowhere to be found. Oh, shit. Gone. Heather had driven to a rented garage only minutes away to avoid suspicion. Roberto pretended to be an <laughs> armor car repair business. The couple left the vehicle in the garage, took the $3 million, and set off for the airport. By the time the FBA had caught wind of it, the couple had escaped for good. Oh, Lord. Roberto. Wait, how much did she get away with? Um, did they say yet? Or you didn't $3 million. Wow, okay. Wow, she put all that in line for $3 million? Mm-hmm. Damn. Roberto and Heather, this is called the best laid plan. Okay. Roberto and Heather had plans for months. They left false names, addresses, workplaces, and phone numbers to throw the authorities off their trail. They forged multiple driver's license and identifications in foreign countries with incredible foresight. Roberto and Heather managed to remain undercover for 12 years. Oh, snap. The most wanted woman in America. Heather Talchiff became the third on the FBI's most wanted fugitive, making her the most wanted woman in America. This was the highest level reached by a woman in 23 <coughs> years. Accomplishment. Wow. But after committing such an explosive crime in such a young age, Heather would be content living in secret for her entire life. 
Shortly after the couple's escape, Roberto began cheating on Heather, <laughs> that slime. He treated her poorly and brought other women into their home. She found, her, she found herself doing drugs and drinking excessively. After two years, Heather got pregnant. After giving birth, she decided to take her infant son and flee from Roberto for her son. Having a child changed Heather's outlook. For a decade, she managed to stay hidden from the government. Once her son turned 10, Heather decided to turn herself in. She had an experienced lawyer to oversee her surrender and flew to an airport in Nevada. There, she admitted to her identity and was placed under arrest. Heather gave a full confession to the authorities. She told them all the cutting ways her and Roberto managed to stay hidden. And yet, they were astonished by Heather in particular. They asked how she managed to stay incognito for a full decade while continuing to raise a child. The young woman had started a brand new life in the Netherlands. You sh I would have stayed in the Netherlands. She met I know, right? She met another man and raised her child to know him as his father. Once her son reached the age of 10, Heather came forward with her crimes. Being a present mother, she hoped her son would sympathize with her mistakes. Heather was sentenced to just over five years in prison. On top of this, she was, she was to spend her life paying back the $3 million to the security company. Oh, shit. In 2010, she... She was released from prison and now remains in a low-profile member of society as soon to be reunited with her son. Roberto was never found. She, Roberto mm -hmm. was never found? Yep. Logical thinking helped Heather commit one of the most seamless crimes in history, but it's also encouraged her to come forward for the sake of her son. The admission landed her a mild sentence and an opportunity to free herself from a life of crime. The FBI wasn't so lucky with a female criminal who had many striking similarities to Heather. But that's a whole nother story. I'm not getting into that. Oh, my God. But, yeah. First of all, she's a badass bitch. Because she did that. And and what kills me about this article is, like, shockingly, because it was a woman. Do you know we're the brains behind most situations? Pretty much, yeah. Like, don't do that. Don't be like, discount us because we're Yeah, girls. but don't tell the secret. Right. I'm Shh. sorry. Disregard. Abort. <laughs> Abort. Okay, we don't want people to know. And then, I mean, they're on to us. Like, just keep it, like, we keep it. Oh, my God. Do you know jellies are coming back? They better not. They are. Oh, my God. I can, oh, baby, look. Oh, stop it. I can smell those. Mm-hmm. All right. You can get little pebbles stuck in there. Look, Lainey is on the floor licking as we speak. Now, I want you to understand this dog. Hi. This dog is a red-nosed pit bull. I'm at my wit's end with her little ass. Not that I would ever get rid of her in any way, shape, or form. She's the love of my life. But she will not stop licking. She is now on... <laughs> she's on prescription food that costs $100 a month. Well, she probably because she liked it. No? All right. Well, she's on prescription food for $100 a month. She's on prescription Apoquel that's $150 a month. It's $250 a month now, just so this dog doesn't lick. And she still Rob, licks. I think she just licks out of boredom and anxiety at we this should, point. We should talk to Heather and, and Rob and Armour Truck just so we can pay for Lainey's medical bills. I'm just like, I think she just gets bored and she just licks. When I mean, I, I know she's got, like, her little issues. When I get bored, I masturbate, so, no. When well, I, when a lot of people come over, she sits in the middle of the room and licks her vagina in front of everybody. So, there's that. And we're going to get her at OnlyFans. I know. Oh my god, that's so freaking funny. So, shout out to my Aunt Kate again, who was like, stop talking about doing OnlyFans. You're never going to do an OnlyFans. Look, so my friend Jen sent me this on Facebook, and I was bagging up. It's a picture of the... It's a, um, an I... 
a video of this man. Hold on, let me find it. And he is like mad as fuck. He's, and he's like, he's like punching the car and he's all mad. And the caption says, Me on my way to work because I'm too nervous to start an OnlyFans. <laughs> and he's so mad at himself. He's like, God damn it. He's not really even hitting anything. He's just like waving around in the air. Right, like he's a like, Motherfucker. So, well, when, okay. It's no surprise that JP and I are like losing our minds with our job, right? So, quick, quick funny story. So, I was talking to like my therapist today because I have like my little therapy appointments like every couple weeks. And I have to tell you, my therapist's name is Amy, and she's probably one of the most amazing people I've ever been to. I've had like a couple throughout the years, and they've never helped me in a way that this woman has ever helped me. She is like a, like a life coach. Almost. I mean, she makes me better every time I talk to her, so I'm really grateful. But oh, anyway. is this the one that Kat's told you about? Yep, uh-huh. Yep, and every once in a while, like, I, I need to just see her for a little while, then I'm, like, fine, and then I need to see her, you know, for whatever right. reason. And, um, you know, I was kind of talking to her today about how, you know, it's been very, very frustrating. You know, we're, we're working these really long hours or, like, 13-hour days, just about seven days a week. I was like, and it never stops, and, you know, I'm just completely burnt out, and... I don't even know how to fix it at this point. You right. know, you get to that point where you're like, I kind of really, I still kind of like my job, but now I resent my job and, you know, that kind of stuff just because of all these things that are going on. But you know how you get so bogged down, you can't think straight. Right. right. So I was kind of like going through that with her and she was kind of like talking to me about some different things. And um, there was a podcast she wants me to listen to. There's a book she wanted me to look at, um, which was all about all this stuff. And they, they talk about like the massive amount of stress that you deal with when you're in these high stressful situations where it's important to end the stress cycle. So kind of like what we're in is like, um, like for me, it's like every day, you know, I go in and it's like, ah, and then you go to sleep and you wake up, ah, you know what I mean? But it's not like, okay, like most people think, well, as soon as I can get this done, it'll calm down. As soon as I get this done, it'll calm down. And I kind of go through that all day. Like if I could just get these couple of reports you, done, you, I'll be you done. You say that. Yeah. And I'll be done and I can sit down and that, but then it's only like two hours from in bed and you never kind of, yeah, that's, calm down. that's you constantly with me. Yeah. Well, it'll be fine, Jamie. I mean, I only have these two to get done. As soon as I get them done, I'm done. Yeah, but then it, you don't really, it does, it's not like a finish and then you go into something else and it's called completing it. And what it does is it's supposed to like calm down your nervous system. Right. Right. I have a point to this, I promise. So anyway, she was telling me about this stuff and she was saying that these people talk about it. And then there was um, a podcast done with Brene Brown. I guess she has like her own thing. Um, and then these other girls kind of went through what I was going through. Like I'm kind of going through right now. And they wrote a book and it's called Burnout. And it's really, really interesting. And it goes over all these different reasons about why it's bad, why it's good, all those things. She told me to read it. And what I thought was neat was this, there's such a need for this kind of crap now. Because it's not just me going through this. A lot of people are going through this. Because Kathy's going through it, but she's not admitting it. Well, no, she doesn't want to stop it, though. She acts like she does, but she doesn't. She doesn't know how to stop, doesn't Look, want to stop. If she's this housing mar market slows down to the point where she's not doing, like, she's only doing, like, 50, 60 appraisals a month, mm -hmm. she's going to lose her mind. Well, because she doesn't know how to function that way. She doesn't know how to be Yeah, she doesn't know how to function as, in that, that environment anymore. Nor would she. Like, we would all be out of a job and she would do all 60. So, I mean, she's just that kind of person. She's a workaholic and she's sort of, she can't understand a person who says to her, I need to stop because she doesn't stop. So right. she doesn't understand you. You know what I mean? She tries mm -hmm. in her own way. I mean, she does try, but you know, it, it's just different. But anyway, because I don't want to feel like I'm being nasty to her because she's still somebody I love very much. But, um, so anyway, I was talking about that and it, it came up and they must've known I was talking about like 
don't even say I have rage or anything. But it's so bad for so many people right now that they came up with this new thing. You know, you could throw axes before. Oh, now it's rage called rooms. rage rooms. Oh, the rage rooms. Yeah, they're Philly. I want to go so bad just well, to go and smash some shit. Yes, I don't and have I was any. Like, the closest the one is in Philly. There's not one in like the Delaware area yet. But that's not that far. Right, it's not. Like, I want to go to a rage room and just bust some shit. Yeah. Some of them have these things where you can like be creative and you make something. And you're like, oh, I made something. It's beautiful. And, and smash, then, smash. And then you smash the fuck out of it. I thought it was really neat. It's, I mean, it's one of those odd things where you're like, how long is that really going to last? Because how often are people really going to be like, let's go to the rage room? Uh, people who rage. Like, I don't know, for how long? Is it like I one of those go, niche I would markets? go once a week if it was around here. You think so? For therapy. And I thought, well, I thought it was like, it's so neat. Well, and I thought it was funny because it popped up in my feed after I stopped talking to my shrink and I wasn't even on Facebook. I wasn't on anything. So it was listening to me again and it popped up. Do you need to blah, blah, blah. I'm like rage room. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So, so many people are going through that and now there's one and apparently it's in Philly and I just had to kind of give them a shout out. Their website is allthatrage.com. And if you're, like, you know, in the Delaware, New Jersey, Pennsylvania Avenue, you can call them at 484-787-2525. And this is what they say. Are you mad, stressed out, sick and tired of all the bullshit going on? Then you need rage therapy. <laughs> I'm like, stand by. Stand by. I'll be there. My hormones are going to take me there any minute now. It says, take your frustrations out by breaking stuff. You'll be amazed how good it feels. Yell, scream, laugh, and sing while you and your friends have a blast. So book your tickets and prepare to release all that stress. And then they kind of tell you what rage rooms are, you know, that they're like a safe thing, you know, it's controlled, it's only five to 15 minutes, right. you know, that kind of thing. And then you get to decide how many things <clears throat> you want to break. Right. And I'm like, well, why don't they just fill up the whole entire room and you just, you know, have your moment? I guess they can, but well, that was pretty neat. So any of you guys that really need to get some rage out, maybe you should call them. I think that's a fucking brilliant idea. You know what else they're having? And Kathy was telling me about it. There's somebody that she knows they're partnering up or they're doing a franchise. It's for um, stretching. Oh, I'm going to pass on that. And I'm like, so you go and you get stretched out. No. And I was like, God, you know, it's so weird because sometimes I sit in this chair for so long that sometimes I'll have to bend over for something and I don't realize like how tight all my muscles are from sitting still. And I'm like, oh my God, that felt so good to stretch. And I'm like, I wonder if that's kind of what the idea is to like go stretch. No. I, I have no interest. <laughs> You're like, uh, no. I have no interest in stretching. It's fine. I think it's interesting the stuff that they come up with. I forget so, what it's called, though. I have a woman who's upset that her boyfriend... I have a woman who upsets her boyfriend because her boyfriend wants to move in with her, but she told him, he can't move back until you pay me back. You can't move into me and you, into, with me until you pay the eight grand you owe me back. So he wants to know if he's the asshole. Yes. Okay, so... So far. They say that money can be a real pressure in any relationship when you start building your life with someone you want to make sure they are working towards the same goals so it's frustrating when you're working hard to save enough money for a house and your partner is spending their money on pikachu collectibles (laughs) oh my god a redditor encountered this very issue with her boyfriend so they turned to the am i the asshole subreddit for moral judgment i fucking love am i the asshole it's my favorite it's one of my favorite subreddits so my boyfriend and i have been together for four years going on five we are both 24. He wants to move out with me this year to a different state. His parents are buying an investment property and they have offered us to stay in in a paying slightly lower rent until we can save for a house deposit. Obviously, the same state they are they are moving to. 
Uh-huh. The problem is, he has an addiction to spending money on collectible items like Pokemon, etc. Essentially, he has already spent his entire paycheck before he even receives it by looking on Facebook groups and eBay. Oh, my God. He currently owns, owes me over eight grand. In the last few years in total, I've probably let him over 30 grand, which he has slowly paid back. I know I've been enabling him by doing that. I feel horrible about it, but he has a way of getting the money off of me. He throws that dick at her. <laughs> he, used to, he used to have a credit card before his parents had to step in and pay it off. They made him terminate the account. This pa- His parents don't know how much money he owes me. He told me if he sold his entire collection, he would have more than enough to deposit on a home. To deposit down on a home. And I said, wouldn't you, why don't you that, why don't you then? And he said he would only do it if he got desperate. So he would only sell his collection if he got desperate. Even though if right. he sold his whole collection, he'd have more than enough money to put a down payment on a house. Right. He has no money in his bank account, no savings, and told me that if he doesn't have a goal, he won't save money. I told him that he needs to seek help for his addiction because it's already a huge problem. I mentioned that if we got married and had children, would he stop doing this? He said he would get it under control by then, but he would still collect a few items. He made a comment that because one day I'll be at home, we have different priorities. He had made a comment that because one day I'll be at home looking after our child, that I shouldn't worry too much about the eight grand he currently owes me because I won't have a job, so he will essentially have to pay for everything. What? He just basically told her that once she has a baby, she can't work. Oh my god. I feel like yeah, that's, but he can't stop buying shit. Uh-huh. I feel like that's such a bad attitude to have. He said he would pay me back anyway, but I told him that I wouldn't feel comfortable sharing bills with him until he sorted it out and sought help. And then she just asked, Am I the asshole? Most Redditors agree the that the original poster was not the asshole. Do not move in with this person. Do not marry this person. Stop giving them money. And you cannot trust them to repay you in a timely manner. You cannot trust them with money. Do not tie your future to them. You will fuck yourself over. (laughs) They have a horrible financial practices and you will only continue to bleed money if you move in with them. Red flags on both sides. We can't gloss over the obvious either. I've got friends like this. They'll keep sticking their hand in a fire and get all confused when their hands keep getting burnt. Me! OP, the original <laughs> original poster needs to look within, within on solving this problem, and the first step is jumping ship on this relationship, with a very close second step being how she allowed herself to be so manipulated. Some Redditors argued it was more than that. This isn't a red flag. This is the danger that the red flags are supposed to warn you about. The red flag would be like, my boyfriend always forgets his wallet when we go out. Or this guy I'm seeing keeps complaining about being broke, but he always seems to have a new toy. He owes her $8,000 with no plan to pay her back. We're way oh past God. red flags. I'm surprised she would even still be with him at this point. Like, how did right, you have been out. through it? Like, I would have been, I would have been, like, listing his shit on eBay without him knowing. Yeah. Of course, I can't even say that because, you know, me and Paco had the clutter argument, like, a million times. And he just now, like, last week, got all the clutter out of the house. So. All of it? Well, 90% of it. It's good. Oh, okay. Like. I have a kitchen. All the Tupperware that didn't have lids is gone. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wonder what got under his butt. He just he's. I he know was, it was driving you nuts. He was tired of looking at it. Oh, okay. Well, I have one, and when I synced it, did you sync it? I did, and I synced it in thought of you. Is it from Florida? Yes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's the New York Post. 
It says, psych about ordered for Florida man accused of sexually assaulting stuffed Olaf toy. Poor Olaf. Yeah. It says, and this was from March 9th, and it was by Kenneth Garger. And it says, a Florida judge on Monday ordered a psychological evaluation for the man accused of sexually assaulting two stuffed dolls, including an Olaf from Frozen in a Target store. In the store? In the store. Oh, my God. I know. I kept the best ones for you. Where children were, were there, in the Frozen aisle? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, it says Cody Meter 22. Do you want to fuck a snowman <laughs> in a target aisle? Okay. So, <laughs> Cody Meter 22 was appointed a psychologist by the circuit court judge ahead of a hearing next month to determine his competency to stand trial. So, it says Meter, who is charged with criminal mischief and exposure of sexual organs, allegedly targeted the toys in St. Petersburg store in October 2019. Oh, my God. <laughs> Excuse me. He first found a stuffed unicorn and allegedly dry-humped <gasps> it in view of a target loss prevention officer. Oh, my God. So, let me get this straight. So he first humped something. He humped a unicorn then, and he made eye contact. He was like, you like this? You, you like, like that? what I'm doing? The you loss of prevention officer is like, man, I don't get paid enough for this shit. Because then he let him walk along and find Olaf dolls, pull his pants down, and rub his willy on them. Because, I mean, you can't really, like, have sex with a stuffed doll like you, there's nowhere to put it at well he, he might have cut a hole i doubt that they were gonna do that i don't know i think he just like rubbed it on the tv or something i don't know oh, oh that's i don't really oh. know it's like listen to me try to like you know decipher what trying i think to, it is trying to like be like this is how it went down oh wait here it goes we're all worse. special victims unit it's so much worse than i thought it's just it's it's right under here so he says he first attempted to, you know, do a stuffed unicorn, dry humped it, and they watched him do it. The suspect then grabbed an Olaf stuffed animal of the wildly popular PG-rated Disney movie Frozen and dry humped it until he ejaculated. Oh, my right? God. <laughs> ew. He, ew. he admitted his dirty deeds to cops, saying he did stupid stuff and nutted on the Olaf. I nutted on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is in the water in Florida? I don't know. Meters I'm going next month, so if something happens while I'm down there, I'd like to say it's the water. I don't know, but I'm really primed for a crazy thing to happen. I'm telling you, I'm primed. But it says, he admitted his dirty deeds. He did this stuff. Meteor's father told cops his son has a history of this type of behavior. Wow. He has a history of this behavior. As a juvenile, Meteor allegedly performed sexual acts with stuffed animals in a clear water Walmart. <laughs> oh, my God. I would be so upset oh. as this person's parent. I think that he's probably mentally... He's obviously mentally ill. Not probably. Is. Right. So, he just needs help. But still, like, <laughs> how are you going to get... But if he's banned from Target and he's banned from Walmart, where is he going to get, like, food? His groceries or, like... I don't know, like, if he gets Publix? a new job, <laughs> if he gets a new job and he has to, like, get khakis for cheap, like, that's at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> like, if he's going to be um, Cody from State Farm and he needs right. to get, like, the khakis, yeah, like, where are you going to go? Apparently, he's going to have to order online when he finally gets on some site meds or something. I don't know. Right. At, at first, I was like, well, maybe he was high. I was wondering if that's what it was. But then, you know, when you read on, the father says, uh, no. He's got a problem with stuffed animals. 
I wonder why he just doesn't become like a furry or something and just like then he can dry hump other people who are dressing up like you know stuff at least he get like some satisfaction of it because most furries like you can actually they have like areas where you can actually like penetrate like they really they want to have sex as animals so yeah so why not just become a furry that's a good idea that's a good explanation hey if you're not gonna like you know be able to get your shit together why don't you just become furry and go like you know because then maybe at least then he'd be like within that community and the community could like kind of keep tabs on him or something right i don't look at me just putting out fires Right? (laughs) Nobody's going to hire this whatsoever. I understand. Like, you're like, no, you're not putting out fires. You're completely ridiculous. And I can't. I feel like you are putting out fires. I feel like that was a a genuine fucking. That was a genuine solution to that fucking man's problem. I don't care what anybody says. Well, you know, we're all waiting for our our stimmy. Everybody's waiting for their stimmy. Yes. Somebody posted, I just had to tell you real quick, somebody posted like, and here's the man, and here's the man who won the lottery, and there was nine of them. It was like him, his wife, and like seven kids, mm-hmm. and it did 1400, 1400, 1400, 1400, like on all their faces. It came out to like 12000 and change dollars. Yeah. And they're like, you know, here's this guy, like congratulations on winning the lottery because all those people, they got 1400 for every one of them. She imagine getting a 12,000, it was like 12,800 or something like that. I can't remember. Like, me and Bruce were laying in bed last night, and we actually, like, you know, since I can't really do math, like, you know, without a calculator, I, I calculated it. It was pretty crazy. All right. So, mm-hmm. I have a moral news daily report. Oh, I'm going to throw out some headlines, and you tell me which one you want to hear. All right. San Francisco woman requires 176 stitches to, an, to her anus after boyfriend uses jackhammer as a sex toy. Burglar sues homeowner after being raped by German shepherds while stuck in the house. 84-year-old woman accused of animal cruelty after six of her dogs die from Viagra overdose. No. No. Ew, that's just horrible. That's just wrong. Porn stall claims, claims daily facial cum shots can reduce the spread of COVID-19. Oh, God, that's uh, number. That first one you mentioned was kind of like my, my meter was pointing to that one. I yep. don't know. That We're doing that one. one. We're doing that one. I, too, agree. San Francisco man, oh, it's man, San Francisco man requires 176 stitches to the anus after boyfriend uses jackhammer as sex toy. Oh, God. A resident of San Francisco has received 176 stitches to his anus. Oh, Lord. After a sex game involving a jackhammer turned terribly wrong. At what point did it turn terribly wrong? When homeboy pulled out a jackhammer or when you were like, sure, stick that in my ass? Ah! I love like, it was very, very wrong prior to any of I this love other the World stuff. News Daily Report. Jared Lee White, 26. Of course it's white, because that's some white people shit. Jared Lee White, 26, entered San Francisco General Hospital this week after bleeding profusely from the anal region. Oh, God. White told journalists that boyfriend his boyfriend had sexual fantasies of power tools, and so he attached a 16-inch dildo onto an industrial jackhammer to surprise <gasps> his lover. What? The use of any power tool or industrial pool tool driving its power from an electric motor in the bedroom is highly discouraged especially when applied to the genital area of the body (gasps) says dr arnold (sighs) rosenthal at san francisco general oh lord i once had a patient with his fetishism for chainsaws just say let's just say it did not end well added dr rosenthal when asked for a similar case he had ever like if he'd ever had any similar cases 
The couple is now thinking of suing the jackhammer company as there oh were no my God. as there were no warnings on the oh this is totally a dig on the gorilla hair glue the gorilla glue hair girl. Thank you, World News Daily Report. The couple is now thinking of suing the jackhammer company as there was no warnings on the product that said no use as a sex toy and that it may cause severe injuries when applied to the genital areas of the body. Shut oh my up. god. We started to talk to a lawyer and according to him, the company produces that producing the jackhammer is 100% at fault here. White told reporters visibly still in pain. 100% at fault. Although a possible lawsuit may cost the San Francisco couple in the six figures, they say they believe that by doing this, they will help prevent others from suffering or suffering the same injuries. Oh, they're so making fun of Gorilla I Blue know. Girl. And they are not for financial gain. San Francisco LGBTQ community has always been great to us, and it, <clears throat> it is our chance to give back and have a positive impact on our community. Dr. S- doctor at San Francisco General Hospital believed Jared Lee White was lucky since no internal organs were touched during the incident. But that he may suffer from chronic diarrhea for the rest of his life. Chronic diarrhea. Oh my god! A condition that he says he already he's already been been used to used to living with. And that's the end. That's the end. And I do believe World News Daily Report. You just switched it and made Gorilla Glue Girl look even dumber than she was. And I appreciate you for that. That was fucking beautiful. They were doing it like not for financial gain. Like they basically took her words and just thrown them in a fucking World News Daily Report. You know, though, it's like, somebody has, I mean, I've said this before, so I know I'm just like kicking, you know, whatever, kicking a can at this point, but (laughs) why? Why would you be like, hmm, jackhammer to an anus during like, you know, Well, it is World News Daily Report where the the facts don't matter. I know, but you have to have like a very interesting mind. Well, they do make those, those sex toys that are attached to like, um, drills and I told you I seeped one right so they have that so I maybe that guy like we're talking about this like it happened that's what gets me about world news down because somebody has because to because they're so and, fucking uh, believable that we're like anyway what do you feel about this like I know anyway I'm just saying it's just if you've weird. ever you know strapped a dildo to a power tool and had no, to require no. assistance no, write us in one. no do not she's like don't but i want to know i'll read your email you read <laughs> let me read your story um, um write us in also um check out nate on the tiktok and you can find us on straight from the net at where are we? Facebook? Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm like so tired. <laughs> you can find us on straight, Facebook at Straight From The Net. You can also find us at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And, and jump in your twat box. Jump in my twat box. Oh, there Twitter. she is. Poor girl. On the Twitter. I'm a Jamie at Straight From The Net. I'm sorry. It's been a long night. Um, Danielle will tell you about all the fun platforms <laughs> we're on, including our radio show in New York. You know what I love? <laughs> You have, like, a real, like, real job now. I do. It's like you actually work, like, real full-time hours, and you're dying. No, I... It is fantastic. I'm not... If you think about it, I work 12 hours a day. Yeah. Well, yeah. Which is what you do. There's still, uh, there's still rookie hours, honey. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) But I I don't appreciate... Kathy would look at you going, "Uh, those are rookie hours. I don't appreciate every time I'm like, I'm tired. Danielle's like, let me tell you about me. I know. Like, we are two different people. I hate it. I know. (laughs) Kathy will do it to me. Like, I'll be like, I'm so tired. She's like, if you're tired. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? It just goes downhill. It's just just downhill. It's just all the shit rolls downhill. It's your turn. Your turn. 
But no, Jamie's got like a full-time job now. She's like, oh my God, I'm so tired. I'm like, bitch, welcome. I'm not I'm waiting for you. I'm just waiting for my body to get used to the, the. Yeah, you will. Well, that 11, yeah, that 3 to 11, that's hard to get used to when you're used to being in bed. Like, right. You know, yeah, yes. you know me, I'm in bed by 9.30, 10 o'clock. Yeah, I like, know. Like at 10 o'clock last night, I dazed I out. I like, like dazed out and the girl had traded me was like, you okay? I was like, oh my God, girl, I'm supposed to be in bed. <laughs> Yeah, it's a different thing when you're used to going out to party and you're up. That's one thing. But when you're like at work, it's, it's a whole different animal. Your body's like, oh, um, no, thank you. Anyway, so you can find us every Wednesday on the WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio. And if you're out of, um, I guess what, out of the listening area, you can get in all the major app stores. Yep. Um, and you can also hear us on TuneIn. I didn't know that. So every Wednesday at 1 o'clock on the WMLD on their app where you can listen on TuneIn Radio. And if you miss it, that's okay. They're going to redo it on Saturdays at 7. You know, I never check to see if it's on Saturdays at 7. I never check. I always miss that It probably isn't. They probably, somebody's like, we say it all the time, but nobody's really trying to pay attention, so they don't know. I'm going to have to, like, check in one day and see if it's actually there. But anyway, so if you missed that, too, that's okay, because we're going to upload every, what, Sunday to all our platforms to um, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, iPodcast, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Until next time. Okay, bye. Bye.